Hello and welcome back to Full Time in 45 with me, Josh, James and Jack. Now boys, how are we doing? Yeah, we're good mate. Yeah, going well. Awesome. Alright, now, uh, I did this when I last introduced the podcast. Uh, we'll do it again. Uh, so boys, what's one thing that's happened to you this week that's interesting? I'll start you off, Josh. Um, so, for a, re- a very rare thing happened uh, yesterday, and that was the sun coming out. Um, everybody thought, "Oh, here we go, sun's you know, summer's here." I don't know why you're squinting at me, Josh. <laughs> I was too busy indoors. Okay, and so uh, with with the glorious weather comes the the English spirit to put the shorts on. Um, and uh, obviously, get your get your boots on, ready for a bit of footy. So, a couple of the guys, you know, we've uh, we started up the football, played a cup, played a game then, and uh, we're going to be playing many more, oh, ready for uh, the summer season. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, absolutely joyful times at the moment. Awesome, Jack. Um, not really sure. I guess uh, I just got our rugby game from the weekend. We we suffered a defeat. Um, that is not ideal for our title hopes. But you know, they're still there. It just makes it a little bit difficult. A couple of um need 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 two bonus point wins and one more victory to definitely win it. Yes. Um, as in keep as in our. Title victory stays within our hands, and it doesn't matter what happens with other fixtures. But yeah, um, we bounce back. Big game now this week coming, so bonus cool. point victory away, and then get the ball back, rolling in the right direction. What nice. about you? Um, well, should we go with another lads and say my TikTok was massive? Seven days ago, if you boys haven't checked it out, underscore Poland twenty three on TikTok. But um, but yeah, I know James is going to be annoyed for me saying that because I'm absolutely buzzing. Well, I prepared that you would say that, Josh, because I've got here that obviously the views at the moment I think it's something like one hundred four thousand. So I something. got a couple of stats up. Oh, there um, you go. So to, to understand how many people that is. Um, <laughs> It's a combination of the people, the population of Tonga and San Marino. I love that. I love that. Or, for maybe something that you can kind of understand even more than that, is it's Wembley Stadium and Anfield. So fill them all up together, and that's how many people watch this TikTok video. You know that is actually (laughs) fucking scary. Just imagine Wembley and Anfield on top, like, Literally, with all of the seats, the and, then, screen, and, then just, video. and then just me in the middle of the center circle, center circle, and everyone just watching me. Do you know like, that? That's weird. Oh my god, it's part of twenty-four. Oh my god. <laughs> Make sure you drop a follow. Right, moving on quickly. Uh, James, we'll go to the tennis first, shall we? Yeah, sure. Tennis news coming up. Um, so I was saying about Indian Wells coming up. Um, it, the qualifying's just started, so I can't really go into it much at the moment. I mean, it's just the quali, so a couple of um, names you probably wouldn't have heard of. Um, 
so I'll go with the Brit the British prospects um, so Murray will be already in the main draw with uh, Dan Evans and Cam Norrie but uh, Liam Brodie will be going in the qualies and then on the women's side of that uh, Heather Watson, Harriet Dart and Katie Balter are the qualies with Emma Raducanu in the main <laughs> um, the things to note uh, is that Murray will be donating his prize money to the Ukrainian um, sort of children charity that's, uh, that's, which that's nice you know he's he's not Sir Andy Murray for you know nothing exactly he's, uh, he's you know Given, given a bit back as well, which is which is really nice to see. Um, the other things to note is that Zverev, after smashing his racket at the chair umpire, which was, if you haven't seen that video, please watch it. It's uh, very entertaining, or it's aggressive behaviour, but no one's hurt in the uh, process. He's been given an eight. Well, yeah, <laughs> poor racket. He's been given an eight-week ban. Which is, uh, to be fair, I, I don't know many that have been given a, a sentence of that. Um, so that is pretty big. It's been taking, been taken quite seriously. Um, I think he'll have a fine with it as well. I haven't, I haven't seen anything um, with figures on that one. But eight weeks, so he's going to lose a lot of points as well. So he might be dropping down um, a place uh, for that little outburst. Um, yeah very very silly uh, and the last thing with that tournament as well is that Novak Djokovic has been put on the entry list for it um, however at the tournament there's like a board and it's got um, we will miss you and it says Novak Djokovic so looking at that he's not going to be there oh He's on the entry list, so I don't know what's happening. Yeah, we're not sure what's happening with that one. Um, at the end, if we have time, we can do some score sort of predictions of who you think's going to win on the men's and on yeah. the female side. But not, I don't. I wouldn't add Djokovic because it looks like he's not going to be playing. Um, but for the moment, until uh, I think it starts on in a couple of days. I think it would probably start sort of on the weekend. Um, and get going from there so until that happens I think I'll be able to tell you more next week alright awesome it's the tennis awesome Jack do you want to go straight for the rugby yeah alright so the day Johnny Sexton announces his retirement after the World Cup don't worry Irish fans he's hanging on till the end of 2023 um and Luke Cowan-Dickey is out as well for the rest of the Six Nations with a significant knee injury. Not nice to hear that, but hopefully he can um, return and finish the season at Exeter Chiefs. And uh, Josh Navidi returns for Wales as well. So what a name. Boosting, boosting, the, <laughs> boosting the morale in the Welsh ranks after um, um, a bit of a Bite lost to England last week. And, um, they, they really needed some, um, some of their injuries and their senior players to come back in and give them 
the boost that they need. I think England just sort of they looked all right to start off with. I think Wales just uh, sort of came back, didn't they? Yeah, typical Wales, isn't it? Like have to have the ocean the hard way, backs against the wall, try and muster something from pure magic. I do hear a lot of teams say um, that they seem, you know, a lot of teams come out and say, oh yeah, well, after full time, say, I'm oh, happy with the second half performance, but obviously it's a shame. It's a game of two halves, isn't it? And yeah. You need to come out firing from the get-go, not not until the manager's uh, gone in and had a, had a strong talk with you. I also want to mention um, Duhan van der Merwe has picked up a three-game ban, which means his Six Nations with Scotland is over. Now, he picked up this uh, three-game ban in a fallow week when he was playing for Worcester, which um, we might have mentioned a couple of podcasts back about how some players that play in England um, or for Fran- in France, like Finn Russell, that uh, their clubs do require the, their services when... Um, there's a fallow week if they're not playing for their country and this is kind of uh, the backlash is that Duhan van der Merwe picked up a red card um, playing for Worcester at the weekend and it's now affected his um, international career and Scotland's chances of it well they more than likely will be but it makes it a little bit harder now that their talisman winger is not going to be lining up for picked up a ban in a fellow week that's you even though like yeah it's a, it's going to be a bit annoying for the players to go back to their club like yeah even though they enjoy it surely you've got to be on the lookout for that though you're like okay I'm coming back for one game don't do anything wrong I'm back with the Scottish national team why is he getting a red card was it uh, I actually didn't see it you didn't but um the famous word lack of discipline that's what it is that's it man that's like it's just that little bit of a you didn't dip your hips low enough and you've just gone that little bit high and hit someone in the head or the chin yeah and it can't be mitigated because you went a little bit harder with force and then there's no mitigation you're sent off or just there's so many avenues of being sent off in rugby nowadays um, everything's being cracked down upon yeah. and um, there's a lot of inconsistencies with refereeing at the moment some people are calling red cards red cards some other referees are, are calling some red card decisions yellow or then they're actually making some yellow card decisions in the reds there's a lot of um, inconsistency at the moment and a lot of people are calling for referees to be more consistent and I mean, there's so many rules to referee in rugby. It's a difficult job. It's it's that's kind of that that's kind of happening in in football as well at the moment with referees. As me as as a fan of lower league football, a lot of the referees are getting decisions wrong. Um, there's obviously there's VAR in both of them, I believe. Um, well, we've got a TMO, television yeah. artificial, independent of both countries. Which yeah. I, um, I think the way rugby do it as well is just a far superior way of doing it to football. Like, the referee on the pitch has the main say, and if 
something needs to be looked at. He's got the team on his ear, like, look, we've been looking at it a couple of times now. We've watched it four or five times. Yeah. We think you need to have a look. They'll bring it up on the big screen. He'll watch, uh, the referee will watch it with his um, linesman officials with them, as they're all qualified referees anyway. Mm. So he's got, he's, he's got his own decision. He's got the input from two, them, the two linesmen. He's got his team all chatting with them. It's just done properly. It's done. It's not rushed. Yeah. Everything's walked through at a, at a pace where everyone's comfortable with. You can watch. They'll rewatch it over and over again. And then if they, they're not happy with the slow mo, they'll put it into real time and think that's just a rugby incident. Fair enough. We move on. Penalty only. But I think when it comes to football, it's rushed. Like there's there's, there's, there's not enough of a conversation going. No, on. the linesmen don't even go over. It's down to the referee himself. And and now you said that rugby do that. I don't see why football don't do that because there still is two linesmen. They're still qualified. They 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 can look at other stuff that's happening on the pitch as well as the referee looking at the th- say the tackle there was there was a massive thing in um in the uh final the um Carabao cup final with Nabi Keita and Shalaba where he studied Shalaba's groin but you go to VAR it's some people saying it's a red some people aren't so it's so to have all of them people to give that one decision in rugby I don't see what football what I'd do. That that doesn't happen, basically. Yeah, the thing I heard about um, the refs as well is that in another podcast, um, one of the, it was actually a Premier League ref, and he said that obviously everybody blames the ref for sort of one big decision in the mm. match, and the ref's point of view um, that people don't sort of take into account is that um, obviously a game is ninety minutes long. Yeah. The game is not decided on his one big call, is it? No, no, no. It's decided on, you know, the the starting eleven, um, the substitutes, the tactics, mm. you know, what the manager's gonna and then how the players perform. Yeah. So I think that I think the rest do get a hard time. Um, you know, for for certain things that they do wrong and you know, obviously everybody's there to jump on their back when they do something wrong and not some not to praise them when they when they do something right. I mean I I can't remember for a long time when a ref's done a good job and everybody said, Oh, wasn't the ref really good that game? You know what I mean? Yeah, that's never that's never a thing to, to say and like, I, I heard something in a podcast the other day and it was something like you never is literally what you just said, like you never hear the good things of a referee you only hear the bad ones and and that's that's how they're um that's how they're looked at i was going to say a bigger word but i don't think i'm going to pronounce it correctly but um that's how they're looked at in a sort of in that sort of way is they're never looked as the good guy in a football game they're only looked as the bad guy if they've let the team that's lost down sorry james but if you flip that josh to the rugby like after the game, um, let's say there's been a pretty major incident. Mm. Uh, that first of all, like I'll actually I wrote I I read it back to Wales Ireland last year in the Six Nations. Okay, so Peter O'Mahony cleared a rock, and I think it was Win Jones he hit shoulder straight to the head mm-hmm. in a clear out. Okay, so it it's it is avoidable. It, 
but it was just the sheer force he used and he didn't really wrap his arm, he kind of just went shoulder to the head. Now, in the moment of time, and this is why I think um, the TMO and all all that is much superior to the football VAR, is that in real time, and Wayne Barnes said, it's just a clear out, nothing he could do, play on. Play goes on for a little bit, and then in Wayne Barnes's ear, he gets the, yeah, no, you're going to have to come back and have a little look at this. So Wayne Barnes stops play, and then he has the discussion with his TMO, he watches it back, and he um, he ends up sending Peter O'Mahony off for a red card. But everything was done right, and it, um, like Ireland ended up losing that game. But it didn't really... Sp- <laughs> People will say it spoiled the game, but... I think that the fact that Wayne Barnes did everything in his power to keep Peter O'Mahony yeah. on the pitch, he first of all shut down any accusations of, no, in my eyes, that's fine. But he went back and he made the right call with his uh, TMO and the two linesmen. No problems. Yeah. Nice. That's, that's great, to be honest, because it's... I mean, we'll... we'll We'll hear your suggestions and we'll probably bring out a clip on referees because it's, I think it should be a more talk, uh, spoken about subject in all sports. Like you look at, you look at in tennis with, um, um, Medved, or is that how you pronounce it? I don't, I want to say, yeah. that's it. Um, how he, how he lashed out at the umpire for, for something and, and that's happened. Rugby, you've got you've got loads of officials on the pitch um, to to look at. It. And football, you've only got you've got them you've got the VAR person, and then you've got the the referee, and they're the only two. And it's there's surely there's got to be a structure where it's fair for for each sport, and they've got to really got to look at it. Um, but we we'll move on to uh, football. Um, what we're going to do we're changing the episode up a little bit guys so if we are rushing um, we've got a little bit in the part 2 um, after the break so if you want to stick around for that we think it should be enjoyable but boys uh, moving on to football did you watch the United game on the weekend I, I, liked, yeah. I did I did you did awesome now uh, obviously I got the prediction right. Um, Commendable, Josh. I think, to be honest, though, <laughs> it it would have been two one if the Man United players hadn't given up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Ninety two percent possession. Yeah, that is. That is. Yeah, good move. Keeping possession. That is. Something else. That has got to be in, uh, put down in history as one of the worst games I've seen United play in a long time I d- and this is this is coming from a EFL fan but Harry Maguire 80 million they paid for what his boots defender like that um, he's perfect for England I can take him any day you know England get him in the starting 11 with John Stones they do bits Man United I'm sorry I'm sorry for what he's going through at the moment. He might just be having a downfall in his career, and I think quite a few of United players are having a downfall at the moment. You're looking at Maguire, Wamba Saka doesn't look like he wants to play. Oh, what a terrible um, player! Um, 
as well. The one player that um, Ronaldo uh, will move. Uh, who else? Rashford. There's rumours that Rashford wants to leave now. Yeah. The golden okay. boy. Considering his future. PSG are on the. Uh, P- I've had I've had PSG, Arsenal, West Ham, Newcastle. The one anywhere at the moment is the one club I can actually see him go is Newcastle because of the money. Oh. Like it's it's the money that they have, the money that they want to offer. You can see if they stay up and they can get a good deal for Rashford, they will go in for him a hundred percent. You think they've just spent like 90, 90 million in a in a January transfer window? That's unheard of. Think how much they're going to spend in the summer. Mm. Big big clubs aren't really the only other big club that I'm looking that I'm looking at to see who's going to spend all that money is City on a, on a striker. That's all that they need. Liverpool yeah. don't really need anyone. They'll probably offload a couple of people. United need people in, but will um, will Ralph sell people as well? Um, Tottenham... Ralph on, he's still in Tottenham, isn't it? Yeah, but um, it's, it's, it's just a weird one at the moment with all of them. Um... But the only one that I would say that wants to be there is um, Scott McTominay. He, I think next season he needs to be club captain. That's a bold statement from me right now. Because what, I think he's my age. I honestly think he is 22, 23. Sometimes like, that leadership and that desire to play and that desire to win and that desire to keep going and... Mm. It, it, it comes from the youth sometimes. Exactly. That's what, that's what it takes. And you also look at, um, yeah, because you look at you look at Harry Maguire. He started his career off at Sheffield United, I believe. Went to Hull City, went to Leicester, then to United. You know, like he's come through the ranks of the EFL, as you, as everyone likes to put it. Not um, um, not not particularly too much because it was always like Championship, maybe League One, maybe if Sheffield United were were down there. But then you. But you look at Scott McTominay, like he started off at the club very, very young. Um, and he's and he just wants to play for United. Like he's he you can still he's you can still see he's got that desire to put on that shirt every week. The only to thing play I'd say football. Advantage, Josh, obviously, you know I think desire's a really big part, but um, ability wise, I think his his spot, his position is up for grabs. I think yes, CDM position. I think he shouldn't be playing. Same with Fred. I don't think yeah. he should be playing. I, I think the whole midfield, apart from Fernandez, yeah, they need to completely restructure. So yeah. I think if you give him the captaincy, it's only a matter of time. Um, yeah. It really does lack. They they just lack quality players. Um, mm. I think Rashford's gone away. I don't know what sort of player he is now. Yeah, He's just gone ever away. since I that mean, back injury. Yeah, I mean Fernandez is is a quality player. Um, He's a shadow what he was though on the previous. Something slipped. Something slipped in that side in the dressing room. The rumours are coming out as well, saying Ronaldo doesn't want to play. None of them want to play. Yeah, did you it's, see his, his sister like the hmm. picture that was? That was uh, saying yeah. that he was actually was it, it was actually fine. He just didn't want to play. Didn't mm. he said something about that. He said that he didn't like 
Whereas Ronaldo, like he didn't believe exactly what he and, was here and what he came and to us. And this is this is the biggest game for United player yeah. right now is to beat Man City at mm-hmm. the top of the league, and you don't want to play. Yeah, and and you also look at when he was leaving Juventus, who who was he going to? City or United? He could have gone to City, and 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 he even said in an interview, if I wanted to earn money, I would have gone to City. I wanted to go to Manchester to to go back to to help him out, and then it comes to a game. His tally, mm. his tally would be double if he was. Oh, one hundred percent. The headers yeah. that he'd have scored because City put in a few crosses. Ster- Sterling, Mares, Foden, De Bruyne, Rodri, all can all can whip a ball. What I may what I, I may have forgot some some people, but honestly. Then, the then fullbacks. <laughs> yeah, Walker, Cancelo, like Griezmann, they all, they can all pass a ball. Zinchenko, Griezmann? Uh, where, not where Griezmann. No, I meant Gundogan. I meant Gundogan. <laughs> that's that's me thinking FIFA. Jeez. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all there. And um, yeah, he would he would be in the in the doubles double figures if if he was. Um, but that was I would say that's the most shocking result that I've seen United in a while um, and something something needs to stop off yeah um, just quickly as well we'll, t- we'll talk about the relegation battle um, this year is going to be a big one because you've got the likes of I think I think we can boldly say now Norwich are down and Watford are down I think I can boldly say that. Then, and then it's the and then it's between I think four or five teams. I don't know. That's still, I, don't know. I think it's still too soon. To, they got nine games. I mean Norwich, Norwich. Norwich I think yeah. I Norwich. Think yeah, Norwich. One, yeah, right? Norwich is is a hundred percent. Watford could suddenly surge. Watford could with big Roy. Yeah. Exactly, but then you're looking at you're looking at Burnley, Everton, Leeds, and Brentford and Newcastle. All are still in the well. Everton are, are one point out of the relegation. It's dodgy. Everton, Everton are seventeenth at the moment. Massive shock if they go down. It it would be, um, but then they are they have got two games. They are two games behind Leeds, so it's um it's going to be a close one. It's I I would say if you're listening, guys, and, and you don't really know what league to look at towards the end of the season, the Premier League is there. If you want, if you want a proper scrap, I reckon it will go down to that um, final day. And I love them on Sky Sports when when it is like switches from game to game, and yeah, yeah. and you're like, oh, do you know, like even on FIFA when it was like. Uh, Royal McIlroy will score in uh, in the Everton Watford game, and it's like it's two one Everton, and and you just like buzzing off that, like that is what we wanted wanted for so long, and we're gonna get it. Rory McIlroy. Yeah, I know. I'm bringing out all the names from different sports tonight, aren't I? Griezmann, Royal McIlroy, tennis player. Oh, you're telling me the golf oh, golf player, player. golf <laughs> player. Oh my god, <laughs> boys, <laughs> boys, to be honest. I mean, I've done nearly f- like s- seven hours of streaming in the past like two days. Give me a break. <laughs> um, my brain is fried. 
We'll just forget that. Literally. Yeah, I'll, I'll cut it out in the edit. Probably won't. <laughs> but if you're hearing this, I didn't get it out. Fresh. Um, right, we're going to uh, go for a quick break. Now, first game we've got is Watford versus Wolves. Uh, now, I've predicted a 2-1 Wolves win. 2-0 Wolves? 1-0 Wolves. All right, moving to Leeds versus Aston Villa. Uh, we will go 3-1 Aston Villa. I've gone 2-3. Uh, but oh, Sorry, 3-2 Aston Villa. I've gone 2-1 Aston Villa. Um, Brighton-Liverpool, I've gone 1-3, uh, so 3-1 three, Liverpool. Same, 3-1 Liverpool. 2-0 Liverpool. Uh, United-Tottenham, I've gone same again, 1-3, so Tottenham 3-1. I've gone 4-2 Tottenham. Oh. I've gone 2-1 Tottenham. Nice. Chelsea Newcastle. I've gone three one Chelsea. Two nil Chelsea. I've gone three nil Chelsea with Kai Havertz the scores. He's on a bit of a problem right now, isn't he? Uh Crystal Palace, Man City. I've gone five one Man City. I've gone three nil Man City. Opening clean sheet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've gone three nil as well with that one. Um and then we've got the other two that we um, that we specifically do. Um, Bristol City versus Blackburn. I've gone 2-1 Blackburn, but I'm, I, I might change that to 1-0 because I've realised that Ben Berrettin-Diaz is out. Mm. So I'm going to go 1-0, actually. I've 1-0. Bristol City. Uh, yes. I've gone 2-1 Bristol City. Nice. And then... Oh, the biggest game of them all, boys. I'm nervous for Friday night. Tranmere versus Mansfield Town. I've gone 2 1 Mansfield. 1 0 Mansfield. Got all the snacks. 1 not Mansfield. Can be rubbing on the ropes there. Right, boys, I hope you have enjoyed uh, this episode of Full Time in 45. Like all of our stuff on Instagram, we're now on TikTok as well. Um, we're getting some clips out um, most days, so make sure you keep updated on all of that. And I'll s- we'll speak to you next week from Tuesday or from Wednesday again. Sorry. Perfect. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. Bye.